High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. Time now for the Hook Health Checkup in the company of Dr. Kira Kelly, uh, my favourite doctor and indeed yours. Um, Kira Kelly, welcome to the programme. Thank you, George. Now, um, the questions are coming in thick and fast. They are becoming increasingly medical. So having me here is becoming less and less important. That That's completely untrue. Having you here is vital. Well, listen to this now. She's 19, the poor child, right? Her boyfriend is 20, the poor child. He started smoking at a young age and about a year ago he decided to quit. However, I've noticed that any time he has exams, he wants to go back on them. He gets particularly stressed over exams uh, and they make him feel down about other aspects of his life that he can cope with. Anything he can do. Well, can I just make one You go first, thing? yeah. Don't go back on the facts. No, don't go back on the facts. So, but because the cigarettes aren't going to help his stress. So this is a typical stress question. It really is. And I think it's very interesting. Don't say CBT. No, no, no. I think it's really, I was going to say something even more basic. All right. I was going to say, get on with it. Do you you know what I mean? This is a question from a 19 year old. And I think one of the things, and I feel quite strongly about this, is that we should be telling our young people that they need to build resilience, that life is not always easy. You will do exams, you will have a tough job, you will fall out with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You Stuff won't be easy all the time and it will be stressful and stress sometimes is good. It helps us to perform in exams, but we will never go through life without experiencing stress and worrying about it and trying to protect ourselves from it and all that kind of stuff all the time is pointless. I actually think this is a really interesting question because what they really need to hear is, this is the bad stuff Get on with it. It'll pass and on you go. Okay. You know me in the Bible. It, it, it's <laughs> very do. important to, in medical science, yes, right? Yes, You are familiar with St. Paul. And the Corinthians. Do you know what happened to him? Uh, he died. No, he fell off his horse, right? On the road to Damascus. And he had a conversion. And he became a disciple. Now, the great phrase always is when somebody comes out with something that they have never said before, you know, you say they've had a conversion on the road to Damascus. Okay. You've just had a conversion on the road to <laughs> Damascus because you didn't recognize, say to this child, have cognitive behavior therapy put topical steroid cream up your nose. You didn't say anything. You no. told the child what the child was supposed to hear. Get on with it. I told the child the truth, actually, as yeah. well. Is that Unusual uh, for you. Well, I tell you, the, the bit of Shane. advice I was given when I was young, and from actually from my father, who was a very sensible man, when I used to be moaning, as I would have most certainly been moaning about exams and how hard things were yeah. for me, he used to say this, it's no harder for you than for anyone else. Yeah. And I actually think that's a great bit of advice because when I thought about that, I went, oh yeah, just get on but with it. But do you know what they're doing in English universities? No. The child goes out the door to another room next door and there's a bunch of dogs there, right? And they go in and stroke the dogs. To calm themselves down. To calm themselves down. And then they go back in and they answer the question, which is named the six obvious symptoms of German measles. And they're fine because they've stroked the dog. So <laughs> I think we're getting it wrong. I think, I think we are not building resilience okay. in our young people. All right. Now, Richie in Cork is going to get a bollocking. 
right? <laughs> I think said, everyone might get a bollocking today. No, but I feel it coming like, on. He says, after a feed of drink, I'm finding it incredibly painful to swallow for the following day or two. It's not necessarily acidic, but I can't even eat with the pain. Well, the first thing is, a feed of drink. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Let's let's both give Richie a, a bollocking. Richie, you're drinking too much. If you're drinking to the extent that you're getting medical, physical symptoms that are causing you problems, stop drinking that amount, you big idiot. Isn't it? Oh, listen. St. Paul and Dr. Kira Kelly. Never did I think I would hear of them in the same sentence. Also, get it checked, though, if you can't swallow, you should go to the doctor. <laughs> but nonetheless, stop drinking that well, much, no, you fool. the point is, if he stopped drinking and then he had the same issues... Then you might go to a doctor. I, so first clear the obvious uh, Well, stop drinking that much. But you know stop what, George? Drinking. I think maybe either it is acidic, it is reflux, or he has some kind of a sore in his throat that the alcohol is irritating. Oh, and yeah. that does need to be seen by a doctor. Cellulitis in my leg, poor Olani has for two months. She's on antibiotics, which don't seem to be working. Anything else? It's really hard, isn't it? I think you've had a bit of cellulitis, haven't you, George? Oh, I'm the king of cellulitis. <laughs> You're the king of cellulitis. <laughs> and not the works. So just, um, but Annie, Annie might be younger, you see. It's all right when you're my age. You don't give a hoot. She like. does need to stay on the antibiotics. And, and then very little can be done other than practising really good skin hygiene, which I mean letting the fresh air, maybe a bit of salt water of the sea, uh, moisturising and all that kind of stuff to keep the skin in good nick. The salt water, when I go on my holidays uh, and I'm in the sea... Yeah. Dramatic improvement. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not, not dramatic, fantastic, but it's better yeah, than it yeah, was yeah. before. It's, it's good. Now, you have to wash the salt off again afterwards because the salt is very good, but it can be kind of get a no, salt. You should always shower after. Yeah, you, you can see. get a salt burn from it too, yeah. but but good and skin hygiene and moisturise. My good pal, Mr. Nivea. Yeah. I, I mean, he's making a fortune since I started moisturising. <laughs> Nivea all the time. Now, what about this poor old female, mid-30s? Chronic repeated bowel movements, shortage of breath, spasms. This is so important, there's two pages of it. Uh, pain at the exact moment of her period starting. MRI and CT scan, clear. Could this be catamenial anaphylaxis? She obviously was Googling, I'd She say. was. And, and you know what? I'm going to say this to you, um, mid-30s female. I don't even know what that is, which means that this is not that because that is so weird <laughs> no, and off the chart. Maybe it was my pronunciation. <laughs> well, it's, you pronounced it as it was spelt. I don't know what catamenial is. Maybe it's spelt wrong or maybe But it's... if the MRI and the CT scan came back clear, that's the reason we What I start. would suggest is what we might be looking at here is rather than being a pathology, something disease process that they would find on a scan, that she has a functional issue around the bowel, and around the, uh, the 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 periods, she could have something as sim- sim- simple, rather, as uh, endometriosis. Because if you have endometriosis, what happens? What's George- endometriosis? Endometriosis, George, is when when part of the lining, well, the, well, the same tissue as lines your uterus, lines other bits of you. So you could have some of you, uterine inner tissue in the bowel right. and if you're getting your period it's still under hormonal control so within your bowel it starts to bleed at period time too and then what happens is you get diarrhea and all this yeah. endometriosis she, she needs more than a scan she probably needs a laparoscopy and she certainly needs to attend the likelihood of, of is a gynae kind of sort of person a to gynae rather than a GP yeah I think yeah, so interestingly I was playing golf uh, with uh, a bowel cancer surgeon I could probably fix her up with him no well, I doubt she has bowel cancer. No, but he's a bowel whiz. 
bowel whiz. Well, a bowel whiz. We recommend bowel whizzes all the time on oh, this isn't programme. Oh, she looking for a bowel whiz? Well, she's like looking, the fellow who plays golf. There's, there's something going on. Just because it hasn't shown up on a scan doesn't necessarily yeah. mean there's nothing going on. She could have irritable bowel or she could have endometriosis. These types of things don't show up on scans. That you but would it, use scopes it, it, for them more you so. You need a gynecologist. See, thing is here, what, what happens with a guy like me, like you mentioned the word period, and I go into a tailspin because Brother Athanasius, you know, told me they don't exist and all that sort of stuff. So uh, us men have no idea. It's a very, it's a female condition. Yep. Men know nothing about it. Have Mostly. never experienced it. Nope. And it is something, a major change in the body of a woman yeah, yeah. Uh, every month. So therefore, the fact that there would be other things happening would not be out of the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I, I think she probably needs a scope and she probably needs to see a gynecologist. That's what, that's what she probably yeah. needs. Um, so, so it's just the, the clear scans. But she's scans. in her 30s. Yeah. She'd have a gynecologist, wouldn't she? Well, not necessarily. Don't, no, no, no. No, not routinely. Go to a GP. My guess here is probably endometriosis. That's my guess. Uh, and right, okay. the, the thing she thought she might have as I say, because I've never heard of it, I think it's a good indication that it's 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 probably pretty rare and peculiar. All right. Listen, can we give another fella a bollocking? Yeah, let's. Uh, it's that yeah. kind of day. Now, George and Kira, I have a strange question for you. I've been exercising a couple of times a week for about two years. And every time I do weight training, I find again a couple of pounds in a few days after. It drops off again. Is this normal? Or should I ease off training? I mean, come on. He probably has a dodgy weighing scales. Number one is a possibility. Number two, does he always weigh himself on the same scale? Serious question. Yeah, yeah. Because almost every scales will have a, a plus or minus two pounds on it. Thirdly... Who gives an SH1T if you gain a couple of pounds and it drops off? Yes, no? You're, 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 you're correct on all of the above. The only thing I would say is he may be, because he may be, it may be to do with his water balance. Do you know what I'm talking about? That he may have more water on board when he's drinking loads of water or when he's losing loads of water or when he's got loads of lactic acid on board or whatever it is. But as you say, it's a physiological change. It makes no bloody difference. Yeah, but like the thing is about weighing yourself. I mean, I, I, I really worry about people who weigh themselves. No, I mean this. I quite like people weighing no, themselves. No, no, but hold on now. If you weigh yourself at, say, 8 o'clock in the morning, yep. and then tomorrow you weigh yourself at 6 p.m., yep, right? Total different ways. you could get a different result. If you weigh yourself before going to the bathroom in the morning and after going to the bathroom yep, in the morning, completely. you get a different So a couple of pounds, why I'm quite strong about this, is, of course, I agree with you on weighing scales, but you have to be very careful, like if you're weighing every day, about minor movements like this guy. Yeah, and I think it probably is to do with the gym and I think it's of no significance right. whatsoever. And nothing for him to worry about. Now, you wouldn't be familiar with Musgrave Park in the late 50s, right? No. But when Prez were playing in the Munster Schools Cup, a lot of the girls would go to the match, right? Yes. And I always got a spot on my chin that Wednesday, right? Because the girls in St. Angeles were going, right? But if I was 26 like this poor, unfortunate, quite bad acne break, uh, breakouts on their face. Now, when you're 14 or 15 or 16, that's kind of fairly normal. At 26, it's quite tough, isn't it? Yeah. What's causing them and clearing them up? Well, we, 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 we don't know what's causing them, right? And, and when they said hormonal, which makes me wonder, is there, I, don't, I think it might be a girl, but, but I don't know for sure. Um, what are hormonal spots? Well, people do get they get sometimes backed periods coming up to their oh, yeah they? coming up to their periods. They might get a few spots in their face. Oh, you get it if you're on the pill. 
you get spots. Equally, sometimes we use certain pills to treat it. No, if you're on the birth control yes, pill, and you we, get spots. Yes, but sometimes we use the birth con- a type of birth control. I'm contr- not quite the agent you make me out <laughs> to be all the time. I would never suggest... When you're talking to the General Medical Council I would me. never suggest... Look... It's uh, acne. We, we, I don't I, recommend the stuff well, that's sent well, into well, well, space. Well, hold on. Here's the thing. I did a lot of stuff on on, on acne and alive and kicking, and we've had dermatologists and all that. Acne is a hundred percent of the time treatable. You can get rid of it a hundred percent of the time, but you have to go on medication. But now with that stuff. Sometimes that with Roaccutane. It doesn't drive you mad. The studies would all Roaccutane is quite dodgy. No, here's the thing. Roaccutane has been associated initially when it was first introduced with people suffering from depression. This is true. Having said that, acne, this George... This is true, George. Just repeat it. I like acne, hearing that. Acne, George, is also, as you might imagine, associated with depression. Because if you are 26 yeah. or 25 or Absolutely. 15 or whatever you are, and you have spots on your face and you're meeting girls, or if you're the that's other way around, you're meeting the, boys. That's why I mentioned exactly. Wednesday. So you feel miserable. It depression. undermines your confidence. So studies now have shown that actually more people get a lift in their mood from going on Roaccutane because it makes them feel better because their acne is gone than those who get All a right. dip in so, their mood. So but this person can be treated. Just go to the doctor. You're putting your fairly average reputation <laughs> on using Roaccutane for Acne, I'm suggesting you? the first line is usually something like an antibiotic or the okay. oral contraceptive pill. If that's not enough, we do go up a gear to Roaccutane. First line, actually, I should say, is topical stuff, but this sounds a bit worse than you would. Yeah, do, oh, it's topical. worse than yeah, topical yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah. But 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 anyway, it's a hundred percent of the time treatable. All you need to do All is right. go to a doctor. Now, yeah. another one. I actually now that I come thinking more and more of these questions, I can answer. I've recently been getting pains in my fingers and I'm worried it could be the start of arthritis. But I'm only in my mid-30s. What should I do? It is the start of arthritis. Ah, bless it is. Yeah, I know. Isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I know. I'd love to say no, no, it's not. But it, but but, it is. But you sound so pleased, George. You're no. Like, oh, it is. No. The start. No. But you're right. Arthritis can start at any stage. And arthritis, That's right. some of them are just your wear and tear, your osteoarthritis, but some of them are inflammatory processes like the rheumatoids or, yeah. or what have you. Or some people have, you know, the gouty ones or whatever. Yeah. There's loads of different types of arthritis. Um, this person needs some blood tests done and some x-rays and just to start off with and we have a look and we see what we're going the good thing is even if you have one of the inflammatory types of arthritis there are much better treatments for them nowadays but there's no cure for rheumatoid well there are treatments for rheumatoid but no cure I said you're right but there are treatments just say it again you're right George (laughs) just say it again I like hearing it you're right George we should, get, we should actually but get no, a, a promo though. of me no, going, you're sad, right, though, George. isn't it? Don't you agree? Like, yeah, give me yeah, yeah, 30. Yeah. You wouldn't feel my thumb there just for a moment, would you? No, down near the scaphoid. The sca- well, the scaphoid is I got, I have now started getting arthritis in my right thumb. So both thumbs are now, how do you grip a golf club if both thumbs are buggered? Ba- badly. 53106 <laughs> cost 30 cents with all your recommendations for holding a golf club uh, with, with no two thumbs. arthritic thumbs. 53106, in fact, is a good text number to send in your medical queries for Dr. Kelly and myself, although she's not doing much work today uh, because she hasn't got. Now, you know, my, my scrotum is itchy. Oh, I, 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 I don't think there's a man, woman, or child in the country who is unaware of your well, itchy scrotum. I didn't know this. 
What's the best advice for a varicose vein around this person's scrotum? I think it's called varicoseals or something, he says. Varicoseals. What? Varicoseals. Varicoseals. You know, my favourite part of the whole health check is you pronouncing <laughs> medical terms. Despite Brother Athanasius giving me so much Latin. Brother Athanasius sets you up for life and fairness. Anyway, what about whatever um, it is? Most, Barry, people don't, most people don't do anything to them at all. Um... Varicoseals in the scrotum are quite common. They are, as he says, varicose veins. Um, sometimes they're treated, but they're really only treated, generally speaking, if there's loads of them and someone wants to undergo fertility treatment because you and I, I think I've discussed this before, George, that the testes are outside the body for a reason because they're supposed to be a bit cooler, but being surrounded by lovely warm veins doesn't keep them cool. So sometimes right. um, varicoseals have a have an small and slight effect on fertility. But mostly varicoseals Don't are just left. Don't worry about it, just right, left. okay. Yeah, well, I've left my scrotum alone as well since you advised me. I'd say you never leave the, your scrotum. The thing about keeping them cool, I, I have now, I'm now buying Calvin Klein boxers. Are you? Uh, yeah, my boxers now are a model. I are mean, they? You're like oh. David Beckham. Yeah. Now, here's one. Sean and Cork. Because I'm in the same boat as Sean and Cork. The only difference between Sean and Cork and me is he's in his 20s, I'm in my 70s, and we're both waking up with nightmares. Need your help here, because this is no joke. I wake up about half three in the morning, and I've done something terrible. Same with him, he's been chased by monsters, messed up at work. Do you know what? Uh, I actually had a patient in during the week with the exact same thing as well, and a grown man as well. Um, I think nightmares are far more common in adults than we realise. Yeah. Um, but I suppose nightmares is what we would describe when we were when you were kids. I had a nightmare. You crawl into bed with your mummy and daddy or whatever. Um, you obviously can't do that as, as an I adult. I keep trying. But, <laughs> but the thing about it is this: is I suppose the more accurate term is anxiety dream. Okay, that's what a, a, a nightmare is. It's a manifestation of, of inner turmoil and that's the fact that you're stressing out and you're worrying about something. But I go, have no inner turmoil, oh, so why have nightmares? But George, you're a very complex man. Yeah, well, like, I want to help poor old Sean and Cork here um, because I know how he's a feeling. A couple of things. is One is just to make sure, because we don't know from, from Sean and Cork, but but some there are some medications that can, can affect this. But don't this. eat cheese before you go to bed. Yes, don't eat late because yeah. trying to digest food can make it worse. Um, certain medications also can do medications? this. Medications? Yeah. But if no, it, I'm not happy about medications. No, what I'm saying some of, the, some of them. This could be a side effect of some medication. They maybe need to look oh, at his oh. medication. What is he? What yes, is he exactly. Oh, um, but yeah. if all of that is is fine and he's not on anything and he's not eating and all that kind of stuff, then he needs to look at his own stress levels in general because this is a manifestation of of inner turmoil, whether whether you but, or he likes it or not. Yeah, but what he sends making him anxious and he's afraid to go to sleep. Yeah, but he's. Look, the, 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 and that's causing it. Like yeah, the fact the, well, he's afraid to go to sleep. If you're lying there and saying, "I don't want to go to sleep," most I don't want to people go to sleep. aren't afraid to go to sleep. So, so Sean is a bit is a bit stressed and anxious. Could I, he's can I to try sleep. some homemade remedies? Is this the hem of somebody? The hem of Mary Magdalene. No, Mary Magdalene doesn't do nightmares. She's not the patron saint of nightmares. What you need, could I suggest? Don't eat late. Yeah. So actually, eat early. Yep. You know, actually go the other direction. Go to bed later. So, you, no. so you're more tired? Yeah. Yeah, maybe a deeper sleep might be better because you know? yeah, because you only dream in certain parts of sleep. There's deep sleep and REM sleep and you don't do, you don't dream throughout so the night. So if he went to bed later, you wouldn't argue with those two. I wouldn't, but I also think that that Sean might need to have a look at his anxiety levels in general. No, I agree, but he doesn't really he only says he's anxious because of nightmare. People often compartmentalize their anxiety as if it's only in one bit of their life, but it actually is throughout their lives. Can I give somebody 
uh, another bollocking. Yeah, I, I I can see this one coming up. I know what you're going to say. My one-year-old baby got sunburned on the cheeks. What should I do? I, I, time to call the cops. How you allow your one-year-old child to get sunburned is outrageous. I'm telling you, you. My mother, God bless her, when we were little ones, the care she took, and there was no factor 50 in 1946, the care she took to keep us out of the sun. You keep your baby out of the sun. Yes. Now, the baby has got sunburned, so it's too late anyway. Unlikely to have long-term effect. Yeah. Uh, ba- baby should wear, wear sun protection. And, and, oh, and, and probably a big hat. And I was about to say, and a big hat. And also, they have those uh, things on the front of their buggy, yeah. you know, the, the screeny bits that I would have known about when I had children myself. The the the, the parasol bits on the front of the things. Keep them out of the sun. Wear the sun thing. Wear Egypt's where the sun is concerned. We are a little bit. I would suggest probably the simplest thing for a sunburnt cheek is probably something like pseudo cream. Now, if it's burnt at the moment, but. You know, if it's very bad burn, there's more sophisticated things than that. Oh, that you yeah, have to but get she a doesn't say for. it's a bad baby. She says it got sunburned on cheeks. Yeah. Now, it doesn't but, but if it was burned on the body or something, you'd really worry. The main thing is, is, and I think you're exactly right, is preventing it happening again. You don't leave your baby out in the sun. Sometimes in Ireland we do get tricked, though. We do. And I, I just, you know, I don't want to give too many bollocks in one day. Like you, you, sometimes you do go out and it looks like it's a grey owl day and it's rotten and then you end up somewhere and it's sunny. You, you, know, you know yourself our weather. We can have 20 seasons in a day. But babies like, you just, I'm just, I'm very hot on babies. Good. Because my mother was very hot on us as babies in the sun. Yeah, and your right? mother was a, was a very wise woman. Now, there's another bollocking for Michael, right? He banged his foot during the game of six aside a couple of weeks ago. It's just below his big toe. He's walking with a bit of a limp. I was told by my GP it's bone bruising, but it doesn't seem to be lifting. It takes forever for those bruises to go away. Yeah, uh, although he doesn't say if he's had an x-ray or not. Could uh, be broken. It could be broken. Your, your toes are like little chicken bones. They break so easily. What's your, you know your big toe? Yeah. What's the one next to it called? Your second toe. Your second toe. I broke my second toe like Michael here did nothing about it, right? I now have a bent second toe. Yeah. So if you look down at the floor, you'll see I'm wearing shoes that normally would be a float on the sea. They're so big. <laughs> but they're the only shoes I can wear because the bent bit toe... I can't wear yeah. dress And to shoes. fix that actually is a big old surgery to, to pin that toe out straight. So what Not he has doing. to do is get an X-ray. I think so. Yeah, but if you're limping for weeks after a bang on a thing, find out what's wrong. Yeah, because yeah. you're been, like it happened, like rugby players do it all the time, like because they get bangs or soccer players or whatever, and your toe goes black and swells and everything. Yeah, and you say, I'd be all right. I'd put a topical steroid cream on it <laughs> and I'd be okay. So listen, thanks very much uh, for coming in. Yeah, you're your welcome. great crack on a Monday. <laughs> it's uh, the Hook Health Checkup with Dr. Kira Kelly. Your text for next week, 253106. We'll be happy to do it. 